0: hello everyone welcome back to grown-ups the podcast hi ellie how are you hey girl i'm good happy monday everybody welcome back to grown-ups how are you feeling girl (laughs) she's not feeling good guys (laughs) i'm really choking on my team i am good despite that (laughs) (coughs) just lost just in a minute i'm okay how am i i'm good (laughs) so yesterday i went to reforma pilates <gasps> yeah and i i clock what you mean now by like they just use filler shit mm-hmm. to to do like don't get me wrong well first of all the place that i went to it's new yeah we get to reception and i was like oh hi like i'm here for reformer pilates like upstairs You're actually new, like, you're trying to get customers, like, what the hell? That can ruin the atmosphere of a workout, like, can you not? Exactly. Then I get upstairs, and the woman's, like, a bit nicer, but I forgot my fucking socks. I did this the other day, I had to pay £15. Yes, (gasps) exactly. So annoying. Guys, for a reform of Pilates, you have to have, like, those grippy socks. Yeah, like, the trampoline park ones. But I don't understand why they charge £15 for socks, Mm -hmm. when you can literally get them for a pound. Like, it's actually daylight robbery. Um... Anyways, so already, like, the vibe is strange, and then the instructor herself was really good, but I just find a lot of it so, like, and open your chest and stretch out. It's just, like, it's, girl, let's work these abs, like, come on. Do you know what? Once I had the most phenomenal Reform of Party session But she was a cover, so I've never seen her again. And it was abs it was intense. I was like, I can't breathe. I am Mm. going to be sick. It was phenomenal. And I've not had one like that since. I've had a dancey one before. Yeah. But he's like, and go like this and go like that. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, what is this La Dida stuff? If I was going to a dance class, I would have gone to a dance class, mate. Especially when you're in the room. I don't know how your one was, but the, the one rubber one is kind of tight if you're stretching your arms out wide. Yeah, yeah. There's no space for that. Just fucking keep your arms to your sides. I can't... The ones where you have to, like, where you're standing up and mm-hmm. you have to, like, stretch out your legs and then they make you squat and stuff. My pelvis is hurting. Like, what yeah. is going on with that? Bro, I actually do love it. My inner thighs... Is that your inner thighs? My inner thighs are actually mad strong. Like, those are the ones where I'm like, oh, this is light work. Yeah. And I like the abs ones yeah no but I know we've been talking about Pilates for about five minutes but I must admit do you know after I told you that it was out for 2024 (laughs) is it back in it's back in why it's back in because the day after I think I spoke to you I don't know when I spoke to you but then I did it again because I'd already booked it in and the day after oh my god I was in agony like my arms were in agony and I was like all right it's worth it I think you just have to get the right trainer I it's so dependent on your instructor like 100 percent but I won't be going back to that place again. No. I'm still trying to find my good. Like I found, oh, I found the perfect spin class at Dig Me Fitness. in I've never heard of that. The instructor is called Jessica. She's amazing. I thought you were about to say some guy who was like super sexy. No <laughs> way, you pulled your face. If you actually, if you're down, it's on Mondays. It's mm-hmm. so, uh, it's so good, Ellie. Because there's a leaderboard on the screen. Oh no, wait. Oh no, that's why I love it. Because it's like, if you if you're not going the miles per hours, you're meant to be. Your oh. name starts going red. And if you're going no, above, girl. it starts going purple. So I'm like, let me get to purple. I would cry. <laughs> no, I'm so shit at spin. No, I love it. I literally love it. But I've, so I so have found a good spin place. I like that. But I need to find my perfect reformer place. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, and then you're still doing your pole and stuff. Oh, yeah. Pole found perfect place. I'm actually, um, on Sunday, I'm going I'm, I've booked a double session.
1: So I'm doing, like, two and a half
0: hours of pull. Yeah, I can't wait. Your arms must be mad. Like, your upper body strength must be mental. Yeah, but my arms are so weak, which mm-hmm. is why I wanted to do Reforma, because it will help with arms. It does arm help strength. with arms, yeah. So, like, a lot of my moves <laughs> would look better if I was stronger. Like, if my arms were actually holding me up. Because and... at the moment, I'm, like, holding, like, this where my arms are bent. But if you straighten it, oh, it looks so much better. Yeah. But you need strength to, like, really yeah, dangle your Yeah, you strong arms. Yeah. Yeah. But... Well, well, wow! Well. I love to hear it. How are you though? Yeah, I'm good. On the note of, guys, I'm sorry, this is not a fitness fucking podcast, but it's ours and that's what we want to talk about this week. So <laughs> I started my boxing training this week. Oh. Yeah, it was like the weigh in. I met some people, not everyone was there because not everyone could make it, but like we weighed in, luckily I wasn't offended by my weight. I was like, Whew. wait, do you have a weight that you have to target? no they just you just weigh in so they can match you properly oh okay. but to be fair they can't match me because there's literally only two girls so it is what it is right 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 um yeah it was intense i was oh like God. they were like it's gonna be light touch brother you know by the end i had to sign waivers i didn't even read them i was like just signing my life way here um and my hands were shaking i was like mm-hmm. yeah but i looked at what's this muscle up here girl <laughs> you're asking the wrong person i'm gonna say biceps yeah if it is or if it isn't, it doesn't matter. I actually have some lump now. Is it? Like before, I, I looked at the number today and I said... Oh, who's that looking back? Okay, like, yeah, muscle, muscle. Yeah, it's not, it's not that great. But I'll get there by then for you. Oh, this is so exciting! No, do you know what's really great? As soon as I come back from Brazil, like three days later, it's your fight. So yeah. I, I can't wait. I'm so excited. Girl. Something to look forward to. No, I'm excited too. Everyone keeps being like, "I want to come. I want to come." I'm like, fucking, hell, I do not have that many tickets. Well, I'm definitely taking one. One hundred and ten percent. How could I not have you there? <laughs> um No, I'm excited, and then other than that i took billy to his first ever liverpool match i saw in his story yeah girl, we got such good seats wait liverpool yeah how did you find tickets because i've been looking for tickets for my brother because he's obsessed girl how? we didn't get to go to what's the proper one the it wasn't like a premier league match it was a carabel cup or something like that i have no idea what that is. nothing <laughs> to me boy but like when i was looking because obviously i had to buy resale tickets 'Cause we're oh, not we don't have like season tickets or anything like that. Yeah. Um and the normal tickets, because originally I went to go to the West Ham Liverpool Premier League, I think, cup. Um, or game even. And they were four hundred pounds. <gasps> yeah. And that's for that's for home team too. You couldn't even get the seats. What? It, in the Liverpool stand. Like you had to be in the West Ham stand. Oh my I god. I said I said, babe, are you sure you wanna do this? <laughs> <laughs> but the other one was like half price. It was way cheaper because okay. it wasn't a a mad cup. Um but how um, did you find it on, like, On StubHub. On StubHub. Billy actually found them. Yeah, they were lit. Okay. Really, I would, like, recommend. Look look on, um, just have a look at what other cups there are. Okay. And whatever matches, and just don't go to the serious ones. But they had some decent players out there. They had um Virgil van Dijk. I was like, wow. You know, I know all the players, because literally, my brother, like, <laughs> literally tells me everything about them. Like, I know what country they're from. Oh, I know God. if they are married, if they have kids. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's no, so cool. It was good, yeah. I, I recommend have a look on StubHub. Okay, noted. Yeah. No, it was lit, but we were in the fucking home section. So Billy's there, like when Liverpool are scoring, he's like, oh <laughs> When really you have to sit in the other other section, basically. yeah Okay, that's but, all right. It will be good, but that's a cheeky round off of our week. Yeah. Yes. And yeah, this episode is just gonna be a light-hearted cheeky one. So shall we jump straight into our dumb bit? Cheeky cheeky. Yes. Okay. This week's dumb bitch is by me. Love it. (laughs) Yours truly. In this week's episode of being a dumb bitch, I really put my foot in it accidentally at work. Oh no. So basically I've moved, I've moved, I've got a new role, but it's within the same company. So I've basically moved teams. Mm -hmm. Now what I didn't know, how I got the job is my, now my new manager, she, um, I'd been talking to her for months and like, she was like, "I'd love to have you on my team. Like, when a role comes up, I'll let you know." And that's what happened. Yeah. But when she, when the role was advertised, I was in Thailand, so I didn't see it. I didn't see the advertisement for it. And she got some, like, someone in her team to message me on WhatsApp because I'm actually friends with her, um, and was like, "Are you still interested in the role? Because like, the manager will wait for you if you're interested." Oh, mad, love that. Yeah, so she really I, wanted you. So I was like um yeah when I got back I met her in person and it went from there so I didn't see that there was like a whole process internally going on already so the ad the job advert was posted internally for other people to apply as well I didn't know that so my new person has come in who's replacing me in my old team yeah and I send a message to this other team in sorry stay with me (laughs) to this other team in the company to say like hey I'm introducing you to blah blah I'm no longer going to be working on this team but I'll still be here just in a different capacity I said my new role and I was the point was just to introduce her yeah it was nothing to do with like me saying like oh I've leveled up now peace (laughs) but I didn't know because I didn't know it was an internal process then this guy who's on that team messaged me and he was like oh my god it's you that got the job and I was like yeah what do you mean like why is that even a thing he was like so many people on my team applied for that job and I've now just sent an email to all of them (gasps) to say I got the job like haha (laughs) yeah and it was so awkward and then I went to the office on Tuesday and this guy came up to me and he was like you're the one who got the role and I was like yeah I I didn't know it was a whole thing and now I just feel embarrassed because I feel like I've like rubbed their faces in it without meaning to I wouldn't worry about it but that is so funny it's that is so lucky that you didn't like put the woman in it and be like oh I didn't even know it was an internal process yeah that would have been techie because that means she actually kind of yeah she kind of slid you under the carpet yeah she kind of did Girl, I remember when we had our interview episode and the person wrote in and they were like, basically they went for the interview but someone else got the job because they knew them and we were like, oh no, but now we're like, yeah, it's us. No, it's me. (laughs) It's me. You know what, sometimes you just gotta be out there for yourself because this life is hard. If I'm privileged, I'm privileged, what can I say? (laughs) It's not your fault. she liked you so much. Honestly. (laughs) I love that. Yeah, bruv, that's so lucky, but. I'm proud I'm so proud thank you Does that make you feel like so far oh my god I'm valued yeah because I was like oh damn like she actually wanted me like she I didn't really that. Yeah. yeah I mean I think it's it's less of I mean I think the job that I was doing before the background I have helps more yeah. than other teams maybe but so I don't know how much it's about me versus my experience Please don't it's be me. humble. It's about me. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the podcast to be humble. No, no. But yeah, I, I was like, and I, ooh, and also, I don't know who it was. So now I'm like speaking to all these people, and I'm like, I don't. I've had like three different reactions from three different people being like, "Oh, it's you!" Like three Damn. analysts. So I'm guessing like they're the ones who went for it. But I was like, ah, awkward. awkward. <laughs> Sorry I love to it you. Though. Yeah, big time fan to the next opportunity, <laughs> <laughs> but as always, we do have some juicy dilemmas from you guys that we yeah we absolutely love. So I'll start with the first one. Hey Megan Ellie, happy Monday! Happy Monday! I have a dilemma for you. For context, I'm 26 years of age and have been working for a solid five years following my degree. I have climbed my way up the career ladder at a pace I'm very happy with, and I am in a managerial role. Now for the dilemma. At the start of January, I joined a new firm and my role is fairly similar and started, sorry, a new role fairly similar to my old role, but with a little bit more responsibility and a slightly larger paycheck, of course. We love to hear it. Yes. (laughs) Just for your knowledge, the reason I accepted the job was to increase my responsibility and become more of my own boss. This is how it was sold to me. Since starting, though, I have felt completely suffocated by my manager, who oversees, but technically should not be running, two different teams. It is mine and my colleagues' role to run the team's day to day. Despite this, my manager checks in with me at least once a day. He'll ask why I've worked on that day, what clients I've spoken to, and how much capacity I have for the rest of the week. Bruv, that's like what you do when you've just started. Yeah, no, I hate At the bottom of the food chain. Yeah. At first, I thought he was being nice since I was new. But it all feels like a little too much now. On top of this, bruv. He demands all written communication is sent to him to check over before going to the client. No, that's ridiculous. That's that actually That will take forever and a day. Yeah. Let me be clear. I mean emails. I cannot send a single email to a client without his say-so. And each and every time, no matter how great the email, he will tweak it here or there or sometimes rewrite the whole thing I know this is not necessary. I've been doing, love the confidence. I've been doing the job long enough to know how to send an email. What would you do in this case? Should I suck it up because the pay is good or should I stand up for myself and say something? He does this to everyone, apparently. I am so lucky that I've never really had a micromanager. No, me, Eva. Where they're like checking. I mean, I've had a manager where I'll send out an email and then she'll respond to it like, have you considered blah, blah blah? And I'm like, girl, oh. read your own emails, like, please. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never had a micromanager to this no, level. me either. That is awful. How can you have you have you need permission to send out an email? That's ridiculous. Do you know how long that would take? Like, imagine the amount of times you have to send an email, and you're going to have to be like, right, I want to send this one today. Check. I want to send this one. That just adds to the admin process. Yeah, literally, my to-do list will be like, right email. Get Bob to check email. Send email to flat. Do you know how long that is? Yeah, you've you've added and if they've are they gonna respond on time? How does he have enough time? Sorry, what is he being paid for? Yeah, honestly, honestly. But also at the same in the same breath, I've not said anything. Are you saying something? Um I think I would escalate it. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> I think I would mention it to someone. Okay, this is what I would do. I'm not saying this person should do this. Give us some but wisdom. I would, because I'm like close with other managers in my company, mm-hmm. the one that I'm close with, that like, we're buddy, buddy, I'd be like, oh, you know, my manager Bob does this. Like, is this normal? Is this standard procedure in the company? And then see her opinion and what she thinks I could do about it. Because heads of teams, they have a different relationship because okay. they're all heads of teams. So they would know each other a little bit more. I think sh- they she'd be able to say like, yeah, that's just his character. You're going to have to suck, up, suck it up. Or this is how you should le- handle this guy. But if you don't have that ally in your company i think you could techie in your do you do, you do like quarterly reviews or like semi me have yeah biannual yeah if you have a biannual review i'd be like i'm really enjoying the job blah blah but i would like to be trusted more with mm. in within my role and I'd, I'd like to not have to put everything through you and that like, you trust me enough to go on with the road yeah, I feel like I'd do the same thing. I wouldn't say anything just on a day-to-day, like, in anger or anything like that. I'd, yeah, if it's really bugging you, just be like, oh, by the way, I'm happy to just just send these off to the client. Like, don't worry about reviewing them. Mm. That's the way I'd go about it, is if you're saving them time. Yeah. Like, yeah, don't worry about reviewing it. Like, it's absolutely fine. That's a good point. Um, it will save you time. And, you know, it means I can get stuff out a bit quicker. That's what I would say. Yeah. And then, yeah, raise it in your annual review. But I wouldn't say anything. And to be fair, I'd be really wary of like talking to other people about it. Because, not managers, but like your colleagues. Don't go bitching about it. Don't be like, oh, he's reading my emails. Oh, new, yeah. People are going to stab you in trust. the back. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. Techie, but good luck. And if anything, just keep looking at your bank balance. And just be like, this is worth it. This is worth it. Preach. <laughs> that's why we're all here at the end of the day exactly I wonder how much the pay rises yeah because you know what yeah like I've gotten a pay rise before where it's like let's say it looks like a 10k pay rise but actually after tax every month and after my student loan and my master's loan yeah. and all of that it's like 200 pounds more which is mental isn't it if, if yeah. that it might be even less which obviously that's still like I'll take it yeah. But, like, it's not actually that much. Like, you think you're in a whole new tax bracket, but you're actually you're not. You're not. Bruv, it hurts. And it pisses me off because the corporate, the corporate, the HR, they're like, oh, how are you not grateful? This is amazing. I'm like, sorry. Tell me the net and then tell me it's amazing. Yeah, tell me the net. Like, don't tell me the gross is phenomenal because it's ugh, the gross means nothing. That's not entering my bank account. Exactly. If someone gave me 10k tomorrow, yeah, I'd be very grateful. But they're not, in reality. They're giving you like what, 6K after tax? Probably even less. Spread over 12 months. Is it that much? It it probably is less, you know, like don't. It's nothing. I actually can't. But such is life, man. Such is life. (sighs) Corporate babes and all that. Okay. uh, Next dilemma. Hey, girls, a pretty shit start to the year, but this week I found out I'm going to be laid off from my job. Oh, that's awful. Sorry. What kind of disrespect do you have to lay someone off in January or February? I think that's a bit better than December. Imagine being over Christmas and being—I actually think—looking on the bright side of life. I'd rather find out in January than December because that would ruin my Christmas. And Christmas is so important. That's true. But you're trying to—okay. Do you know what? You can view it as like you know, what? new beginnings. This door yeah. is closed, so another one can open. Yeah. Anyway, so let me carry on. That was just the first <laughs> sentence. I'm currently undertaking a qualification paid for by my firm. And I've been told that once I've sat my final exam, I'm out of the door. Ooh. This is not ideal by any means, especially given I'm already fairly stressed. But it is what it is. I guess I have two questions for you. One stems from my team. Since they found out I was being laid off, they've cut me out of meetings, not given me any work and not even checked in to see how I'm coping with exam stress and being well soon to be unemployed. This is how you know you're just a number. Like, sorry, I keep playing footsies with Maggie under the table by accident. <laughs> <laughs> Not intentionally. Um, that's how you know you're just a number, bruv. The disrespect, as soon as they know you're out the door, they're just like, bye. Yeah, that's You're so of rude. no use to me. It's actually disrespectful. <sighs> Can't stand some people. The other question is in terms of what to do next. In terms of the issue with my team, I didn't love my job, but I also didn't hate it, which I think is just the reality of the working world. I know that's right. Um. Ideally, if I wanted to stay in this sector, I would need a good reference from my team. In which case, shall I try to work hard these last two months I've left, actively asking them for work and to be in team meetings, or shall I just forget about them and put all my time into revision and worry about a reference later? Then, what next? I know I have till March an- in employment and a little savings pot behind me. Do I use these next few months to apply for a new job, or do I plan six months of travelling? What would you do if you were me? I'm 23, so I feel like I have my whole life ahead of me. And a six-month trip would definitely dent my savings, but not wipe me out. I'm living at home with my parents still, and I'm single, so no commitments either. That was a lot to digest. Yeah. (laughs) The first one, in terms of the team, ugh. Like, those type of people, will they even give you a good reference either? Anyway, because they just sound, they just sound like so self-centered and rude how can no one ask you how you are imagine you lose your job you're revising you're crazy stressed and no one has the like the will to come up to you and be like are you okay like I'm really sorry yeah that's so 100% I'd be like are you all right 100% um but in that case in terms of the team I'd definitely actively ask for work because even though you're leaving if you do want that good also you just want to know like internally that you tried your best Like, you tried, you've given it all, there's nothing more you can do just for, like, you, your, yeah, well-being, etc. And then if after you've actively asked, they're, like, ignoring you still, then you've tried and there's nothing more you can do, go and revise. I disagree. Really? What would you do? (laughs) I think these people don't deserve any more of your time. They're letting Mm. you go. I'd whine and cotch and revise. In the meantime, I'm still getting paid. I'm seeing this. I'm getting paid to revise. Why should I be doing work for you, man, when you don't even care or value my work? So if you're not giving me meetings, you're not giving me projects, bye. I'm going to now spend that time applying for different jobs and revising for my exam. Because at the end of the day, this person still has experience up until now. Mm -hmm. If she, I think, if she has things in the bag that she can put on her cv like i did this this and this and worked on this project if that already exists then bun the last two months in my opinion yeah i don't know if we can disagree on this i don't know if i could no i hear what you're saying though i do actually get that but i don't know if i could physically just sit there i don't know i think it depends if like you've asked them for work and they haven't given anything I think it's also different if they this person works in the office or from home oh yeah from home it's so much easier to just like right I'm just gonna wiggle my team's cursor and (laughs) I'm gonna revise on the side if you're in the office it's awkward so I guess if you're in the office it's yeah yeah I'll ask one more time and then revise 100% and I'll new jobs if that's your portion in regards to what this person should do next obviously I'm gonna say traveling I'm going to be honest, yeah, with me and the way I feel and the way I get so worked up about work and my future and where I'm going to go in life, I don't know if I could comfortably go travelling and not know that I have something behind me to Do you come know back what? To. I actually couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even She's know why fool. I'm saying that. <laughs> I, if you said up and leave now, six months, no. Are you mad? And you're coming back, you don't know what you're coming back to. But... I think in this position you've been fired. Like this is they're forcing you out. Why not do something cool in six months? Because I also think she's now gonna get a qualification. Mm. So it's not like she doesn't have anything in yeah. It's not like she doesn't have anything under her belt. So I would go traveling and in those last like two months or something, I'd start applying. Well now you've stressed me out. What if she doesn't qualify? <laughs> i'm actually not laughing i'm so sorry like i pray that you qualify in that i think you'll be fine if you deserve Uh, it oh my god no if you're working towards it not everyone should qualify if they're not working towards it it's true you you will work hard and you will get it um i think me being me i'd apply for new jobs and find a new job only because i'm concerned about our future every single bloody day and i couldn't enjoy a six-month trip knowing that i didn't have a job to return to yeah if you can line up a job for in six months time that would be phenomenal but who's gonna hire you yeah in no, six months right. time? maybe maybe just cut the trip to like two months yeah a two week a two month notice is okay yeah a two month yeah, yeah 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 yeah. so find a job and say i can only start in two months and then go travel in and come back or one month girl you don't need to do six months that's yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, if you're not like us, because honestly, I wish I was this type of person. But if you're like a carefree person, where you're like, do you know what? My life is not this thing that needs to be mapped out on a fucking to do list, and I actually just want to be free flowing and explore. Then bloody do that. I know a girl at my work who actually quit, and she's gone on a one year working visa to Australia. Like there are cool people out there, out there like that. Me personally, I'm not one of them. Yeah, so- but. Yeah, if you have that drive and that will, oh my God, do it. If you know it won't stress you out and you're not concerned about finding your next thing and you're happy to just, you know, bob and weave through life as you will, oh my God, do it. I wish I had the guts to do that. Like, I literally wish I had the guts. I agree. Someone at work, he is like our age and he Mm -hmm. took a sabbatical. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing taking a sabbatical? Like, you're not in the middle of your career. But if you have the guts to do it, do it. But I could never. I panic every day, like, do I know enough for my aid?
1: Am I yeah. experiencing
0: enough? Am I going to progress in my career? Literally every day, I'm delusional. So if you're not, please enjoy your life. No, I agree. send us some pictures because I'm actually jealous. <laughs> I feel like both of us are like on this treadmill, like yeah, have to get there, have to get there. Like we don't have time to jump off to go. Bro, we are victims to capitalism. We are. end of. <laughs> like, it's so true. It's so true. Yeah, if you're not already on like a sprint on that treadmill, please pause. <laughs> get off. And go enjoy your life because what is this? Maybe it was meant to be. Maybe it was, exactly. Maybe yeah. that's the path you're meant to be on, and this door closed for you to go traveling, and then another door will open. Literally. Yeah, it's not always clear cut as the world is made out to be. It doesn't need to be a straight and narrow. Sometimes bend, weave, bob, yeah. But Swim. For us, you don't
1: need it to it run the whole be way straight
0: and narrow. <laughs> do a tiki travel on, the sprint. <laughs> what do you do? Bike. <laughs> swim swim (laughs) but guys this dilemma got me thinking yeah because I am not that and likewise we're not those you are semi but we could be more like those free-flowing people who just take life as it comes and I feel like we are all about like our careers and where we're gonna be and stuff like that yeah and it got me thinking and I think about this frequently and we have discussed this before but what would I do if I won the lottery like who would I be yeah yeah Yeah, because at the moment, what we're working towards is it's obviously personal success as well. But it's the financial game. If if right now we were on six figure salaries, would we be as stressed? No. Well, I think I still would because. It's me working that gets me that six figure salary, like what I'm stressed about is. Am I good enough for my role? If I was earning six figures and sitting on my ass, I still wouldn't be happy. Because my one really? concern is not... my Obviously, I want to earn a good amount of money. But more than money is, do I feel like I'm deserving of this? Every day, literally, it fucking bugs me all the time. I sit there and I'm like, what have I achieved today? Am I deserving of where I am? Like, all the time. You need some of my big-headedness. Like <laughs> I need to chop some of it off and give it to you. because Send it my way. This what i I deserve to on. be here. Like, of course. Yeah, this is what I'm saying, like, all the time. I'm like... Anyways, but I think if I had the lottery, I don't worry about that because it doesn't matter because the money is mine and no one's coming to take it. It will always be mine. But, okay, so... Okay. But anyways, anyways. Yeah. So I actually read a new article about this, yeah. In a senior... Imagine this senior your job, by the way. <laughs> A senior winner's advisor says he always tells people who have won the jackpot to take a holiday. He said, So Andy Carter at the National Lottery said, I have met lots of winners over the years, and dream holidays are always top of the National Lottery wish list after winning a life changing prize. Andy recommends people go on holiday, especially after scooping up more than 100 mil, to let the win sink in. He said, we all use breaks away from home as a time to think, and with a, mass- a new massive bank balance, you need that time. Okay. So we have two questions arising from this news story for our poll this week. And basically, the first one was, which we kind of just discussed, but if you won the lottery, would you still work, first of all? Mm-hmm. Would you still work? <laughs> mm, okay. I, I... Like we were just saying, yeah. we're not people that I can't just sit here on my millions. I will feel unsatisfied. Oh, 100%. I can't tell my ass. So I, and I actually, I'm, I know I'm very privileged and I'm very lucky that I actually do enjoy my industry mm. and I actually think it's making a difference and I believe in it. So I, what I would like to do is sit on boards of mm. companies to make those exact decisions and to like shape the narrative and then... Do more in- engagement basically. So, would I stay in my current job right now? No, but yeah. I still want to be involved in the space that I work in, but just, you know, three days a week instead of five. Yeah. But then I think to myself, Can I work three days a week because I don't yet have the skills to only work three days a week? Then I'm delaying my progression even more. Yeah, can I even sit on a board? Like, am I even qualified (gasps) to sit on a board? Like, guys, maybe money doesn't answer all of our problems. Who knew? Oh my god, wait, no, this is awful. (laughs) But me personally, I don't need brains for what I would want to do if I won the lottery. So I'm fine. Um, I would quit my motherfucking job. Adios. Here you go. Here's my resignation. I ain't even coming in tomorrow. Forget my notice period. I'm gone. <laughs> yeah. First of all. <laughs> Secondly, I would obviously. I talk about this twenty four seven, and just be a developer. Yeah, that is your dream, though. Yeah. Done. Done and dusted. And you think it will be single assets here and there, bro? I'm buying portfolios. I'm building huge blocks. Like me, I'm gonna be. I would be big time. Are you don't. Yeah. Um. So no, I wouldn't work in this role, but I would definitely. I would want to run my own business. If you won the lottery, would you tell people you won the lottery? No way. So, what would you give as your employment to your employment as the reason you're leaving? I'm leaving. I don't want to work for you. No. More. Now I don't know what I would do because I can't sit on a board. Well, maybe you can. I don't think so. Really, what what am I going to say? Like, you're right. I actually don't have all the information. That's yet. the only thing that that I think about. Like, technically, the career I do today would aid me in being a developer and i'd just have to get advisors i don't know what i would do <laughs> because and i'm like if i actually had millions in my account would i actually care though maybe you could set up like a charity that did this stuff and you could just run it i work for a charity maybe you could set up your own one and then you're still having a positive but impact. then setting up a charity is so much work i think i'd be working more than i work now if i'm setting something up But you'd have people to help you because you can pay them. You're a millionaire. That's true. That's true. Not very profitable, though. Maybe you should have a side house to do. (laughs) (laughs) You're also like winning the lottery at our age. We're very young. Assuming we do live a long life expectancy, like you do still need to do something. You can't just sit on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You'd have to invest it. There's so many people that like... I remember watching this interview on Good Morning Britain or something of this girl that won the lottery when she was 19. And now she's fully broke again. Yeah. Because she just splashed, splash, splash. I wish I had the stat, but I'm pretty sure like 50% of people who won the lot are just normal people now. Yeah, mad. I'd like to sit here and say, I am not a dickhead. And I would not do that. Could you imagine winning millions and then becoming just ordinary again? Mm-mm. Don't piss me off. That's stupid. That's like a once in a lifetime chance. Like. No, that is so dumb. I'd like to think that could have been me, but. Who knows? Who Who knows knows. what happens when you have that much money in your bank account? Yeah. (gasps) Or, oh my God, this is more me. I do want to be a developer. Or I'd set up like a a yoga retreat in a foreign country. (gasps) That would be cool, and I'd run it. Yeah, obviously I wouldn't do the yoga because I'm not a bad bitch like that. But like, I'd have the instructors, and I'd be there and be like, "Welcome to my yoga retreat. This is going to be a week of peacefulness and calm and tranquility." Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that would be it. Or run a bed and breakfast. Yeah, like yeah. do off an old motel, and I'll have to think about it. I'm sorry, I've crushed your dreams. You have. <laughs> Now I can't I'm win the sorry. lottery because I don't know what I want to do. <laughs> Just invest it and then think about it later. No, I mean, I definitely, I would definitely take that holiday. What he oh, said, yeah, like, The right first out. thing I'd be doing is taking a holiday as well. I completely agree. Um, I have like some ideas, but like them ones where you have to be super passionate about it mm-hmm. to like make it a contribution. I don't know if I am. But What is it? Are you have to share or no evil eye? No. <laughs> So, like a year ago, uh, no, it might have been been two years ago because I remember I was on the plane with Lucia, and I was thinking about um, I'm very interested in the sex industry, Ooh, but not yeah. not like sex work, but like the female pleasure industry and like sex toys and stuff like that. And I have this idea for something that I, th- but I I need to like test it out, and I've always been like I'm at the moment. I'm reading like a book about sex education and stuff and I'm very interested in that and I've always thought like maybe in another life I would have studied that at university instead if I didn't like if I wasn't so passionate about sustainability obviously I don't know if I'd actually enjoy that because I haven't actually tried it out to know if I'd enjoy it mm-hmm. but um I think I'd want to get into that industry I love and that make products and stuff for that you're giving me Grace and Frankie vibes if anyone's watched that yeah, on Netflix yeah, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Oh that's fucking exciting. Yeah, do that one. Fuck this spin really. <laughs> Fuck sitting on the board with old men. And like hosting like hen parties and stuff with because um this is something that um is it love honey? Is that the word? Yeah. So, love honey, no, sorry, it's not even love honey, it's Anne Summers. Oh yeah. They have these like hen party nights and stuff where they host these parties. No way. Yeah. But it's only like it only happens once in a while. Like it's not a full on fledged business. So I think I'd want to get involved in that side of things. That's so cool. Yeah. Oh, wow. So that's Guys, what I'm like so impressed. Like, literally. That's what I'd do if I have the capital. Fantastic. Mm. Shall we see what other people would do? Yes. i okay. <laughs> love that. So we asked you as well, what would you do if you won the lottery? The first response. Someone said, absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, do you know what? I feel like... For a while, at least, I'd do absolutely nothing. Yes, yeah, for sure. you deserve it, man. You've won the take lottery. Take a break. Like, when in life, we spoke about this before, do you ever just allow yourself to do nothing, to take a break? 100%. I love that person. Yeah, do jack shit. Yeah. For a while, at least. Someone, actually quite a few people, said, keep travelling, but in luxury. Someone said, travel the world. And another person said, travel and spoil friends slash family. Yeah, I think having money is it, like you, you have access to travel, but in a comfortable way. Like you don't have to yeah. imagine flying first class everywhere. Flying first class up in That's the sky. sky, popping champagne. Yeah. <laughs> yes, bitch. What? Minus the champagne, I'm not on alcohol thing. But <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm here for it. I don't know if you know um, this creator on TikTok called Your Boy Moyo no so he's 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 like a funny creator and he posted that for Christmas or New Year's I can't remember he took his um mum and his sister to Dubai in first class Lovely. and it was so nice to see because I was like I love like this guy's like he started from like where we've started and he's grown and he's actually now able to pay for that and anyways he was posting his experience and like he was like whoever says it's overhyped is lying like he was like i've got this. and he was basically showing like what it's like to be on first class and it was emirates lovely and i was like yeah that looks worth it if you have the money yeah. that looks worth it so definitely traveling but in luxury completely agree yeah i'm down imagine like doing a holiday on a yacht mm. stopping off at different islands that's what people do in like the south of france and like italy and stuff yeah, yeah. like living get I'd definitely do that. What else have we got? Um, Someone said, hire people to do everything for me. Yeah. I know, that's right. (gasps) Actually, this one has inspired me. Yes, nutritionist. PT. What else do I need? Chef. Cleaner. We said that before. Cleaner. That is in my future, with or without the lottery. (laughs) Um, I will have a cleaner. Yeah, Martha's has a cleaner. And she's just a normal person. Oh, I love... She's not normal. She is normal. The one on Six Figures. She's still normal. (laughs) die before we're on six figures that's actually a bio no (laughs) are you joking six figures now guys i'm telling you 100k now is the old 50k i completely when i was little i was like i want to be on 50k oh my god i can't wait to have that much money i'm slightly local to that now and i'm like this life is tough i'm living paycheck to paycheck seriously like (laughs) i completely agree 50k is not what it used to be no no 50k back in the day, oh my god. I was like, wow, that's so cool. Obviously, like, if you're listening to this and you're on, like, 20k, this sounds, like, so out of touch of us to say 50k is nothing. Oh, yeah, we sound like But it's, like, 50k. Okay. All oh, right, I'm last... far away from 50k. I'm not trying to turn no, that I... rich. I'm not rich. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it, though, because... For the lives that we want, where we want to go to reform pilates, we want to do our spin. we want to be able to go to the hairdresser, stuff like that, 50k is not a lot. Well, now I'm already bad. (laughs) Yeah, no, I hear you. But I I completely agree. I would, no more GP waiting list for me, honey. I'm getting that scan today. A hundred percent. I would definitely get tests to make sure that my diet fits how my body responds to food. All of that weird shit that normal people don't do. Yeah. Um, Definitely cleaner yeah so many oh someone's planning my itinerary for my holidays so that's something that I find so jarring oh my god I love that are you joking yeah yeah someone to assist me in doing that yeah yeah I love like being like oh look at this place we can go here look at this place but someone to map it out and make it work yeah like for example I'm gonna be in Brazil soon oh of course and I like I'm now trying to plan the flights the routes the blah 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 mm. I would love someone to do that for me yeah you you go for a long time so that's quite yeah yeah exactly but yes yeah, so I would 100% hire people to do everything. everything and at home service someone's come into my house to do my nails someone's come into my oh. house to do my hair although 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 I do like a trip to the salon and the nail place it to places because like imagine you go and like you get a facial at the same time and like you have a massage chair that's another thing different experience, I would have weekly massages <gasps> Without a doubt, I'm hiring a masseuse. My own personal masseuse. Yeah. Yeah. Someone said, um, spoiling my friends and family. Would you do that? (laughs) (laughs) We are so fucking self-centred. I just brushed over that. No, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. One of my older sisters, she like... And again, like, we're just normal people. Um, (laughs) But because she doesn't have a lot of outgoing and she's very low maintenance she spoils all of us like i haven't bought my own face wash for probably the last three years because she buys it for me from this special brand that's so cute and like she buys me vitamin supplements and everything else and it's the little things like it's those little things that people just treat you to each week like she'll come every sunday she'll have a gift for someone what? yeah yeah that's so cute like every sunday she'll bring a gift like she'll buy the kids something or she'll buy my mom like household essentials it's just, just like hey i just got this for you yeah that's actually so and it's so nice I think you get a lot like it makes you feel so good when you can treat other people do you know what I actually I would 100% do the same like so obviously I live with um Joanna Mm -hmm. and there was this period that she was really stressed and I was like I would love to be able to one day have like a masseuse thing set up at home and she just comes home and she has like that and she just has like a massage and she just chills out for the night or whatever. Because yeah. I like, I'd love to give that, but it's not in my means at the moment. Yeah, but I I would definitely be that person as well. Completely agree. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. Especially if we've got all this time on our hands, you know, because we have to work. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's the little things. Um, what else did people say? Someone said they would open a boutique pub they could run because they're a people's person. That's cute. I love that. Yeah, because pubs aren't very profit. Apparently, I actually learned this recently. Pubs aren't very profitable. I really, say recently, it wasn't recently. Yeah. Apparently they're not that, like... But they charge so much for drinks, what the hell? I know, I don't understand how that works, but I think that's a really cute idea. Maybe the rent is expensive, you know. Yeah. If you like people, that's so cute. Like, imagine, imagine it's a like, given, like, EastEnders, you wake up, you come downstairs.
1: Yeah, oh.
0: that is cute. Not for me, but cute. <laughs> I wouldn't do it, but that is I'm cute. not. A, I'm not that sociable to be chatting to people from my day to day. I am sociable, but I don't want to work in the service industry. Yeah. It's too hard. I agree. You deal with too many characters. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. What um, Someone said, buy my first house. Imagine. If, I didn't even think about a house. Why didn't no. I think about a house? You can buy houses, honey. Houses. What would you want in your house if you were mad rich? I'm going on a tangent. Um, a sauna. Oh, yeah. 100%. And that incredible. reduces your risk of heart rate. Heart, heart rate? Heart rate. <laughs> I didn't even think that. I mean, it was like, what's it called? Heart attack. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> if you're watching this right now, the action that I just did. Anyway, oh, um, man. yeah, okay. I'd want a sauna. Wait, I love this dream big. A um, spa, yeah, a spa. I visited a house once as part of my job that had a spa in it. It made me feel really poor. But you really need the cleaners there because I'm not trying oh, to clean yeah. a sauna. Like that's long. Oh, please! If you can afford the sauna, you're going to clean it. No, it's true. <laughs> no, yeah, they had a spa. They had a treatment room. They had like dressing rooms where you could shower and get changed after the spa. It was phenomenal. Yeah, Ugh. and the color scheme was like turquoise and but it was called some posh name. It wasn't turquoise. But yeah, <laughs> I wonder if I would want a gym in my house or not. Because on the one hand, I'm like, if I had reformer Pilates machines, the girls could come over and we could do like a sesh with a personal trainer. Yeah, but on the other hand, I quite like the thought of going into a class and it being a different vibe. But you can have both.
1: Yeah, I'm really have
0: the gym at home and you go to the classes when you want to leave the house. That's very true. That is very true. Yeah. What would you what else would you have? A cinema room. Nice. Because I can still go to the cinema. Yeah. But I can watch it at home. Yeah. Um I want a bar in my house. Oh, yeah, a bar with energy juices, fruit juices, <laughs> not alcohol. <laughs> a smoothie parlor in my house. Don't kill me. <laughs> A viable one. I can't think of anything else. Gosh, wow, we're still on maintenance. <laughs> after creating the most unrelatable episode ever. Yeah, when the, when we look at the views on this episode, it's going to be like your views have decreased by ninety-nine percent <laughs> because you're out of touch. Um, and then last one, someone said move abroad, which I so I've actually got this on my vision board. So after we did. did- yeah, after we did our manifestation session for the pod, I did, like, my own one for me. I love that. And it included pod things in there as well. I'm go- I need to make one. It is on my list. I'm it's so exigent. therapeutic. I literally, like, there was just a night where I was home alone, and I just lit a candle, and I just, like, was really intentional. My hands were really hurting, though, because you <laughs> write a lot. Um, I love that. Oh, yeah. That's brought this episode back. That is I'm beautiful. A- I'm, okay, yeah, I need to do that. I love that. No, do it. So I wrote, I would like the opportunity to live abroad. But only when I have the means to regularly come back to visit family. Okay, yeah. Because I don't I don't want to see my family once a year. That's that's crazy to me. Like I yeah, I don't that like that. I grew up with that, with like my family living in Brazil and literally seeing like my grandparents and cousins and stuff like once a year, if not once every two, three years. And I don't want that. Yeah. So if I won the lottery, I'd have the means to keep coming, to keep flying back. Or from even wherever. to bring your family if they want to come with. Exactly. Exactly. I love that yeah moving abroad is really exciting but yeah I've always said home for me is where the fam are yeah but obviously who knows once I create my own little immediate family yeah it would be different we'll see where the world takes us I do think the UK just doesn't have enough sun (sighs) yeah struggles yeah and it's too fast-paced for a bitch that doesn't want (laughs) to (laughs) work but yeah okay I think that's it. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode of Grown Ups Podcast. Please, we guys, we received so many comments on some of our previous episodes <laughs> and we really love to hear it. Like, it warms our heart. Even if it's negative, like, this was shit, this was shit. We want to hear it. Just tell you us. You bitches are out of touch. <laughs> we might not listen, but just tell us. Yeah, no, we love it. And keep sending in your dilemmas, your stories, because some of them are fucking killing us. Yeah. Um, send them into in to to the podcast at gmail.com or... DM us at Grown Ups Podcast on TikTok or Instagram. Thanks. Bye.